thank you guys for listening to these ads i got just a few more to go and then we will get into this episode i promise so first let me tell you about the grow guru if you've ever wanted to grow your own medical cannabis and you're just not sure where to begin hit up my boy Calais and he can be your guide on your journey from seed to cultivation and set you up for success another added bonus is you can get away from those overpriced dispensaries and those shady black market deals that never really felt comfortable to begin with right if you want to check him out you can check out our second sponsor which is Oahu Garden Supply they got everything from locally produced nutrients to locally produced soil and everything in between they are located at 94-150 Leo Leo Street in beautiful Waipahu, Hawaii go stop by and let them know Voices from the Planet sent you next we got my good homie Bong of Pakalolo Seed Molokai once you've gotten everything you need to know from the guru, you can hit up Pakalolo Seed Molokai to expand your genetics. If you want to try a variety of different strains, you can find their seeds on the Attitude Seed Bank or PureSativa.com. And last but not least, we got my longtime homie and good, good friend, Jerry aka Miko Ferrari over at Retro Hawaii picking up and finding all the obscure and vintage styles from Hawaii so if you're into that kind of shit go check him out on Instagram and I guarantee you he's got something you like you know he's been posting a bunch of throwback University of Hawaii rainbows gear which is hard to find now because nobody wanted to be known as the rainbows But anyway, fucking thank you very much to our sponsors. Please do go check them out and let them know Voices from the Planet sent you. All right, that's it for now. Here comes the episode. Love you guys. Peace. from the planet i am your host eric thank you again for joining me this week hope you all have had a good week since we've last spoke gonna do the usual solo cast thing here again Mm. i'm like 97 percent certain that this podcast affectionately known as voices from the planet is pretty much a one-man podcast i think i started off as like always wanting to have guests and shit and like pandemic 
and just kind of like lackadaisical non-committal fucking efforts to book guests so here we are just you and me folks being very intimate on a weekly basis getting to know each other um in a very one-sided way you guys are learning a lot about me i know little to nothing about you folks But it's all good. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and checking it out every week and listening to me drone on about the things I want to fucking talk about. And that's what this has become. Voices from the planet are just pretty much my voice from this planet broadcasting out to the universe to anyone who will listen. But, yeah, that's where we are. And that's what we're doing here, folks. And I appreciate it. So let's get into the major fucking topics or happenings around the globe this week. Um, and I'll give you my perspective, my voice from the planet. Um, since I happen to live here on a small island nation of Hawaii currently occupied by the United States of America but we'll get into that later this episode it's a little more relevant than just the normal agro local who has a disdain for the military or uh, the United States government for that matter but um on January 15th, let's make sure I say this correctly, the Hunga Tonga volcano, it's an underwater volcano located in Tonga, which I'm sure by now everybody is aware is located in the South Pacific. It's one of our fellow Polynesian nations out here in the Pacific that we consider our brothers and sisters so i had never heard of this volcano i didn't even know it was fucking erupting as i'm sure a lot of people didn't unless you live in tonga or in that general area because on december 20th 2021 the volcano erupted um causing a large plume that was visible from naku Alofa, which is probably another island. Um, and then it slowed down on about January 5th and then again started spewing lava and volcanic plumes on the 13th of January. And subsequently on the 15th of January violently erupted in a spectacular explosion holy fuck balls if you haven't seen the videos yet it's just crazy you can actually see it from space i don't know who took it maybe it was the international space station uh fuck man like i know it was like a time lapse 
over a few hours, but just to see the mushroom cloud from space and see it spread out. Fuck, dude. That's huge. And it happened like evening time. So I'm sure it got darker a lot earlier in that area than people were used to. I mean, it is southern equator, so it's not like it's not like here where we pretty much have steady days. I mean, it gets a little darker earlier in the winter, but holy shit. So thoughts and prayers, man, for fucking the people of Tonga. But um, so tsunami ish issue, well, tsunami warnings and watches were issued across the Pacific. Even like the West Coast, I think, of the United States. And, um, but this was like a one in the morning our time. So everybody, I was asleep. I, we didn't even, I didn't even hear the fucking siren warning on my phone. Usually you get these alerts, right? These weather advisory or, I don't know, C not CDC, civil defense advisories, but there was nothing. Like, I didn't even know what was happening until, it, like, the next day I woke up and then, sad to say, what found out about it on social media. Probably like a lot of people. But there were tsunamis that hit other islands of Tonga. And um, Fiji and New Zealand and even, I think, Australia. Here on Kauai, I think it was Noili Wili, but I'm not sure what boat harbor it was. But there was some ocean tsunami surge action. You know what I'm saying? And fucking even on the big island, I think. We didn't see anything. Or I didn't see or hear anything here on Oahu. But nothing major here. I saw a video. Okay, fuck. I don't know if this was from this recent one. Or I don't know where this video came from. I didn't do much research into it. But I saw a video of a dude who like had a life vest on and like went up to the shore and like purposefully let himself get swept into the tsunami and then like the dude filming was like keeping pace just out of reach of the tsunami it's like what the fuck is this shit like are these guys fucking nuts or what playing in the face of mother nature he crazy cuz so, I mean, sure, by now everybody saw the video. There's tons of videos of it. But the one that made me think that, like, the plume of ash and smoke that you see on from the satellite photos, that was like a time lapse over a few hours because you could see it, the Terminator line or whatever it's called, where the line that splits day to night on the globe. And um, you could see it approaching in a time lapse. So... Had to been, have been a few hours, but still, so that's what I'm saying. It must have got dark early because it wasn't quite nighttime yet, but it was getting there. But that's just fucking crazy, man. Active volcanoes. We have another one right a few islands away on the big island that could pop off like that at any moment. And I forget how many years ago it was. There was a document. It was on Discovery Channel. It was like one of these series mega disasters. And they talked about the Big Island and how there's this volcanic shelf that sits out kind of on the southwestern 
outside of the Big Island. And we still have active volcanoes that, there. So that shelf continues to build and get added to. And one day it could just collapse under its own weight. That, that would send a crazy tsunami over to all the islands. And um, the visual effects they use to depict what this tsunami would look like. I mean, you see it coming crashing over Diamond Head, which is uh extinct volcanic crater here on Oahu. But if you're familiar with it, I mean, it's, it's pretty high. It's kind of like a mountain, right? And this fucking wave comes crashing over that, just ripping through the buildings of Waikiki. The aerial view of like how far inland the water would stretch. Like there aren't very many places unless you're like central Oahu or like you got to get high, dude. You got to get like tantalus or fucking, I don't know, all the way up, bro. Because that motherfucker is inundating like all the valleys, all of Pearl Harbor, Pearl City. Have a beach, Kapolei. I mean, Makakilo probably would be a good spot. Like, you need to head up the girl guru and fucking rendezvous at the farm up fucking Kunia side and just get the high ground because that shit's crazy. And it could have been as bad as that. Luckily, it wasn't. I mean, there's videos that show people that were just like, Maybe a few miles offshore. Mm, it's hard to tell in video. But they were on a boat like offshore just filming it like while this fucker was exploding. Not the first initial one, but there was a few big ones that they managed to capture on film. And now, as with any natural disaster, um, the relief efforts kick into action and community and surrounding you know areas put out the call for help and people answer so I'm sure you can find a charity or some way to give relief if you are so inclined to do that oh hold on I just noticed something let me fix that there I just noticed my um my little shock mount was off here, so I'll fix that. But yeah, so that's crazy news. I mean, it is only the first what three weeks of 2022, and hooray! I mean, did anybody think the years were gonna get better as we go? But like, when is enough enough? But this fucking video, I mean, it's so crazy. Like, there's actually a ton of videos. And then now they have the tsunami, like videos of the tsunami. It's crazy. And then in other crazy fucking news. Hawaii in a move towards tyranny has 
I mean, there's talk about it. I don't know when, when they'll announce it or if, you know, the public outcry will be severe enough that they'll walk it back. But um, the state is going to soon require travelers to this from outside the state of Hawaii to be have their booster shot to be considered fully vaccinated. So they're changing the definition of, of what fully vaccinated means. Um which, I mean, following suit with places like Israel and New York. But who the fuck is surprised, really, right? Didn't we say this shit? Um, so now, um, so let's read this news article from Hawaii News Now. It says, Governor David Ige said the state is considering requiring a booster shot to be considered vaccinated. Under current rules, arriving travelers from out-of-state only need two doses of the vaccine or a negative test to avoid isolating after arrival. And I think they actually even reduced the quarantine time to only like five days now. Um, so, or maybe if you're vaccinated with, I don't know what the fucking deal is. Um, the governor says any official change to the safe travels in weeks is weeks away so people have ample notice and can adjust accordingly blah 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 fucking craziness so that's for people traveling out of state into our beautiful tropical tourist trap of a state um but how long till they fucking start saying local residents that rule now applies to you and all these places that require you to be fully vaccinated or test are gonna just say now guess what you need to be fully vaccinated and that means you need to have your booster because i'm sure there's a significant amount of people out there who have gotten both vaccinations and at this point are like what a fucking booster now like fuck i'm out like they're just done like they feel the two was enough. According to the science, it's not now. But they've made a decision for themselves that two vaccinations, two doses of the vaccination was going to be enough. And the booster, they're not going for it. Sound familiar? Very, very familiar. Um, so we'll see how those people who might have been talking shit a little about people who made the decision not to get vaccinated. Um, how they changed their story or maybe they apologize or maybe they are so committed to their stance that they will acquiesce and get that booster, that third dose and then when the government says fourth doses are needed, they'll be a lot. It'll be a lot easier for them to switch that definition up again and start requiring a fourth vaccine, a fourth dose booster, and then a fifth one, and then a sixth one. And then at one point, they'll be so deep into the booster that, and there still will be holdouts that have not gotten any vaccines or boosters. And I'm sure life 
at that point for them will be fucking hell because they pretty much won't be able to live a normal life um that at some point they're gonna when well who knows at what point but at what point will they be like all right well if you're not vaccinated guess what you live in this fucking restricted area now we're not calling it a camp but you can't leave and there are a ton of tents That shit could come, man. Nobody thought we'd be this far. Everybody thought the conspiracy people were fucking crazy for thinking, saying these things and basically predicting these things. And, I mean, I'll accept apologies from those who are mature enough to know when they need to start dishing them out but yeah so that's crazy right i mean israel what new york i'm sure california has something similar because hawaii wouldn't do it if california and new york weren't doing it so makes me just think that gotta be something similar happening in those states and i know for sure israel already is boosted up for full vax status so We'll fucking see how that goes. I'm still unvaccinated. I still have not caught COVID either. I do have to submit to weekly testings as a part of a requirement for my job. I mean, I wouldn't say my job requires it, but where we work and the premises that we're on so we got to follow their rules but if that wasn't the case if we like had an office in a private building that like say we rented or owned or whatever like i don't think anyone would require tests or vaccines or anything which is fucking nice to know that's a little comforting and I'll do weekly fucking testings, man. As much as it sucks, it ain't the worst thing in the world, which I know is kind of, I'm sure there's people who listening are who are more hardcore than me are like, you motherfucker, you're still fucking giving into the system, which is true. I am. And I could opt to work at home. Um, But I know myself well enough that my work quality and my just attention level while working at home out of the studio rather than an office is greatly diminished simply by the fact that this is my house not my office and um i like to keep my space my space just like tom and um it's shitty because i had to do it for a while right when everything got fucking shut down Everybody had to do it. I had to do it. That's when I realized this about myself. But it's like, I don't like having the stresses from work infiltrate my home sanctuary, if you will. This is my place. Like, I can bring the stress home and, like, that's fine. But to have it be... 
ongoing in the present in this house like it just kind of irritates me more and makes it that much more stressful and let's just say i didn't fucking handle it very well in the beginning of the pandemic um i'm sure like a lot of people my mental health wasn't in peak form during the height of this lockdown and stress and uncertainty and yes i'll admit it and fear because who the fuck knows granted i do tend to lead to the conspiratorial side of things i mean i say that because there's no other fucking easy fucking vocab to use but a lot of my initial thoughts were that this whole thing was bullshit and um it's just another way of government to fucking affect us and treat us like the cattle they see us as but even that fear can cause stress and anxiety and that plus trying to homeschool a fucking kindergartner and then uh, now and then transitioning into a first grader and having a fucking preschool age kid who should be at preschool also home who doesn't have homework while two parents are trying to work it was it's just like i can completely rate relate to like other parents out there who were fucking feeling the stress you know what i mean and holy shit if you managed to stay together as a couple during that time and you had kids and homeschooling like i mean i only had one and I know people who have, like, multiple children who are in schooling age. So it's like, fuck me, man. I would... I am actually feel super fucking blessed and lucky that I only had that one <laughs> in school. Even as stressful as that shit was. Can't imagine. What if you had, like, a first grader, second grader, fourth grader? Fucking high school kids? Oh, my fucking God. Can you imagine not being able to get your high school kid out of the house? Like, I mean, there have been points throughout this pandemic and even up until now where it's like, kids, you guys got to go outside and play. Like, you need to, you're fucking driving me crazy in here. This house is too small for your energy. Like, go play. And so we fucking kick them out every once in a while. Make them go play. Um, Which is cool because... We were kids when at one point, right? And we used to go outside and play. And granted, even non-pandemic times, parents are fearful of letting their kids go out into the neighborhood. And kids, on the other hand, don't even want to. They just want to stare into their devices. So we felt strongly about having our kids get out there and meet the other kids in the neighborhood, go play, make friends, fuck, make enemies whatever you know what i mean that's all a part of growing up right and we all had it well me and my wife had it so shit they should have it yeah so fuck what was i talking about more tyrannical fucking mandates issued by the state of hawaii and as i mentioned earlier the fucking illegal illegally occupied state because 129 years ago, Hawaii was illegally over... The Hawaiian kingdom was illegally overthrown, overthrew, overthrown. 
Um, it's been 129 years since the illegal overthrow of the Hawaiian Kingdom by the United States government. Yay. So it's really weird when a lot of like, well, I'll, I'll get into that. I'll talk about that later, maybe. But um, so today they had an annual Onipa'a March, which starts at the Royal Mausoleum at Mauna Ala in Nu'uanu, um, in Honolulu. And it there's a procession that's led. It's kind of like a funeral march, but also, I mean, it's evolved since then. So, like, the people leading it, you know, all black, veils, carrying, like, real fucking royal, I don't know what the word is, like, the regalia. I think, like, the Knights of, or the Knights of Kalakau or Kamehameha. Like, there's some, like, royal Hawaiian societies and shit. Um that participate and put on this thing so they march from nuuanu to the palace um and this happened so it was 1893 on january 17th when i think it was the bayonet fucking treaty was enacted and they called it that because it, it was agreed to at the end of a bayonet um Um, yeah, so that happens every fucking year and that's kind of a somber event, but I think more and more of the younger generations are waking up to the past. One, I think, um, in learning about the history and the events that took place, which led to the illegal overthrow of the Hawaiian kingdom and the eventual statehood of Hawaii learning about that and like the tactics and tricks of the air quotes white man. And like, I'm not getting all woke and shit. This is more specifically about Hawaii and like their shit doesn't have to do with colonialism around the world. Like, I mean, obviously hear it in my tone that there are issues but to put it to put like like kind of a comedic twist on it and i don't know and this is not my original thought i'm just gonna say this because i did watch the new jim gaffigan stand-up special last night i can't remember what it's called but in and i'm not gonna spoil it or anything i mean i kind of this bit but what the fuck ever go watch it still good he talks about how um, his wife wanted to go to Hawaii, so they come to Hawaii, and how locals are full of aloha, but they're real quick to tell you, like, you're on stolen land, like you stole this land. And he, like, goes, well, I hate to break it to you, uh, kind of stole all the land, which is true. Like, even the United States that they're on is stolen land. I mean, not that... I mean, the Native Americans were obviously here first. I don't know how you can discover new land that people were already established, settled, living, like thriving on, essentially. Same here with Hawaii. It's not like this was discovered and inhabited from scratch. That's what the Polynesians did, actually, hundreds and hundreds and years of years ago before any white person arrived here. But... What the fuck was I talking about? 
I don't even remember. But anyway, so they celebrate 129 years of the illegal occupation and still to this day. So fucking... In 1993, I think it was, Bill Clinton signed, like, the National Apology Act. Was it? Something like that. But it, like, formally recognized the illegal actions of the the overthrow during that time. And yet still, like, nothing. Like, there's been no reparations or any kind of, like... I don't know, make it right to the Hawaiian people for the actions taken by Cleveland. So I'm actually going to pull up. Um, there was this post on Instagram from Aina Momona um, um, specifically about this Onipa'a, this January 17th, 1893 overthrow. So on this day, the kingdom of Hawaii was illegally overthrown. The overthrow of the Hawaiian kingdom was backed by the United States of America, who used military force to dethrone the queen. The coup was formed to overthrow the Hawaiian kingdom. The coup was made the coup was made up of subjects of the Hawaiian kingdom who were of American descent. So these are like white men, maybe like half white, half Hawaiian dudes, or like white guys who married in married Hawaiian women to get like standing and like land names like Dole and fucking Spreckles and fucking Archibald Cleghorn. Like all these people, some of them, man, maybe all those names aren't specifically to this. Cause I think like Archibald Cleghorn was actually for keeping the Hawaiian kingdom independent. Um, American citizens who plotted to overthrow the Hawaiian, the kingdom of Hawaii and push for its annexation to the United States. So they were like the businessmen, the fucking traders, the military, you know. It wasn't like maybe every person on the street. Um, Grover Cleveland was the president at the time. Um, he had and he like opened up an investigation. I believe there was one report like prior to the overthrow. There was a report that he had sent some dude. His last name was Blunt over to. Hawaii to just kind of like check out the situation and report back and see like okay wait so like this joining of the United States is this a good thing for Hawaii or like let them keep their independence as a nation like what's the deal and I believe if I'm not mistaken the results of that um, study or investigation that trip here determined that fucking let them go. Just let them let the Hawaiians be Hawaiian. And um, I guess he decided that he was going to make like he wasn't involved. Like, all right, well, these people like and that's the tough thing, right? Even to this day, how big business can trump politics sometimes, right? The president might not even want to do it, but there's enough rich motherfuckers pulling strings that say, well, we're going to fucking do it anyway. And um so in 1897, the U.S. president, or this was McKinley now, signed a treaty of annexation for the Republic of Hawaii, which was never ratified by the United States. So they never made it official. They never put it on the books. 
And then in 1898, the United States went to war with Spain and the nation of Hawaii had demonstrated its value as a naval base and was allegedly annexed through the New Lands Resolution. I have no idea what the fuck the New Lands Resolution is. But I'm assuming that means like, hey, if we're here already and we're in a time of war, we're like we can like commandeer your shit and use it. Um, so there never is or was a treaty of annexation between Hawaii and the United States. And the New Lands Resolutions was not a formal process of annexation. Hawaii is still illegally occupied by the United States today. Um, and probably the most heavily militarized state in the Union. Because, fuck. I think, like, there's six or seven, maybe, military bases, barracks, housings, installations, magazines, whatever the fuck, airfields all across this island of Oahu. Um, we got big training grounds on the big island. Um, like, missile defense fucking shit on Kauai. So, like, they definitely were like, yep, Hawaii is super good for strategic military action so we want all of it and we're putting our stuff everywhere and that's what they did um yeah and also on this day we celebrated because it's monday the holiday the birthday of martin luther king jr so he was born in 1929 um what's it called on January 15th, but we celebrate it on the Monday closest, so the 17th. So it can actually range anywhere between the 15th and the 21st, according to Wikipedia. Um, Martin Luther King Day, I mean, he was a pivotal person in the advancement of civil rights for black Americans in the, what, 60s and 70s? Or, I don't know, if did he make it to the 70s? Ooh. When did he die? Um, but anyway. 1968. So, um, yeah, he, in the 60s and not the 70s, apparently. But, um, I don't know much. I mean, obviously, he gave many great speeches and did a lot of good things for equality for African-Americans in the United States. Um, a lot of controversy, apparently, coming up nowadays. Apparently, he got a lot of pussy out on the road and might not have been as faithful as a husband as one might like to believe. However, does that diminish the good workings of a revolutionary? I don't know. It's a tough one to say. Is Bob Marley a piece of shit? Because he left his wife and kids at home while he went and fucking toured and got ass everywhere he went. But still was a voice for powerful change in the world. For oppressed people. And marginalized people. Like, I don't know. Like, I... Honestly, like... I don't give a shit if Martin Luther King Jr. was out there getting all the tail... In Selma or Washington or wherever. What he was doing was having massive 
positive waves that reached out all across the nation and the powers that be saw that and recognized that and made a conscious decision that they would not allow that shit and took him out in an assassination plot that went off in what well, I guess 1968 and um yeah apparently I don't know if it's true but I saw I remember seeing this meme about how like the family of Martin Luther King Jr sued the United States government in a civil case for the death of Martin Luther King Jr and like apparently won but I don't fucking know that could just be fake news but how do you like balance out the overwhelmingly positive attributes of someone like a Martin Luther King Jr. with some of these stories you hear of how he was kind of a dirtbag in his personal life. Like, does that matter? Like, should you... I mean, I feel like the answer is yes, it matters. And yes, you should be morally sound and, you know... 100% of the time, but fuck, people are people. We're only human. I mean, there's some of us that are dancers, but most of us are just human. So, like, how can you be perfect? I mean, even, like, I'm sure, I don't know if you've seen, there was this video of this Catholic priest. I'm sure it was from some South Central, uh, or maybe, I don't know, some Latin country where homeboys banging rails of fucking coke in like the altar room and then like has this like suspiciously young looking girl come in and like he's fucking banging her in the church so i mean is that acceptable like is that what if this church this pastor can heal people with his hands this minister or no i guess what do you call this priest in the catholic church but what if he's able to like heal people with his hands and shit is it not cool for him to do a little bit of coke every once in a while and fuck an unerring choker? I mean, it's it's their culture, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's probably not the kind of shit you should be talking about when commemorating the honor of the great Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., He came to Hawaii, too. There's actually pictures of him, I think, with, like, at the airport with, like, Leon and shit. I feel like if you're going to post a Martin Luther King Jr. quote and you live in Hawaii, you better use the Hawaii picture or the one where his body's on the table. Just kidding. That was fucking dark. Like, I'm wondering how dark it can be with some of these jokes. I don't know who you people are listening and how sensitive you might be. But just know, I also try to be funny on here. So, like, maybe I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, actually, another, jeez, what's seven, January 17th is, like, chock full of fucking events this year, 2022. Maybe every day is just going to be fucking one cool thing after another maybe not cool is the word to use but significant event because again january 17th the first full moon of the new year 2020 20, 20. <laughs> what 
I meant 2022, um, is a wolf moon, apparently. So what is it, and why? what does it mean for your zodiac sign? Ooh, are we getting a astrological here on Voices from the Planet? No, we are not. I just wanted to see, it because all these full moons are always called something, right? Super pink uh, phantom moon, or fucking Wolfgang von Moonsen. So there's always something. So I just kind of wanted to check it out, because I was driving home this evening after getting dinner, and the full moon was on the rise. And it looked fucking sick. And I was like, gotta be something, right? So what was it? The full the full wolf moon. The first full moon of 2022. Um, let's see, actually, does it have anything for like Libra specifically? Ooh, it does. I'm gonna fucking read that since that's what your humble host is here. So for Libras, the full moon in January will motivate the creative side of Libra. Art will be a way to express the emotions you feel pretty vague most astrological fucking predictions or readings are so yeah i work for a company that deals with artists and music and all that shit so that's on a regular basis son all right so actually let's fucking talk about craziness and full moonness and all that kind of shit um oh by the way before i get into the next one if you still are interested in getting a Voices from the Planet sticker, I have some still available. So you can just hit me up in the DMs and we'll figure out how I can get those over to you somehow. If you live on Oahu, that'd be even better. But if not, whatever, we'll make it happen. I'll mail it to you. You just got to tell me your address if you're comfortable with that. Don't worry, I'm not rich enough to buy a plane ticket and show up at your door at any time. So... Rest assured, I'm not going to fucking hand deliver them to you in fucking Lincoln, Nebraska. All right. But um, so this weekend, my boys were in need of some new footwear just because kids, they fucking rip through shoes so goddamn fast. How the fuck? Right. Maybe in Hawaii, me growing up, I didn't really realize it until I started skateboarding. But that's a, a different story. There's a purpose for those shoes. And. They get destroyed for a reason. But like just kids, man. Their shoes get fucked up so fast. So my son already needed a new pair of shoes for school. So, I mean, this is about the age where I started like telling him, like, you got to have a pair of shoes for school that you keep good. And you can use them for basketball practice and stuff. But you got to have a good pair of shoes for school. And then you have your outside play shoes or fucking be like me as a kid and wear slippers. You know what I'm saying? Or you could even play play outside barefoot. Me as a parent, I'm 100% fine with that. Maybe even slightly advocate for playing outside barefoot because it just, that's what kids should do. And that's what we did. As long as they wash their feet when you come in the house, that's it. That's all I ask. Just wash your damn feet. Cause that's what we did. We used the water hose outside, wash your feet, come inside. I have a bathroom right immediately inside my front door so they can come in and go straight to the tub and wash their feet off. But anyway, so new shoes were needed. So we hit up the trusty Famous Footwear. Shout out, Famous Footwear. Is that right? Yeah, we ended up Famous Footwear. And fuck, man, kids' shoes are not cheap. Um, I thought 
famous footwear located in Waikele outlet premium outlet malls was supposed to be cheap but i think they're slightly cheaper they're not like way crazy like outlet mall means like cheap from what i understood in the mainland like you drive out of your way to go to this fucking outlet mall because there's a nike place or an adidas place and you can get shit like on the fucking super cheap which in the mainland was a thing like i remember getting like nice clothes and nice shoes for probably like 40 bucks unless they were just shitty shoes which could have been i had no style but anyway so we get and sorry i'm getting all i'm all over the place here but um so we get them both these new pairs of shoes and you know establish the rules of these shoes that um they are for school only and basketball practice as needed games and outside you will use either your old shoes or you can use your slippers and so we told them you can wear your shoes around inside the house until once they've set foot on the outside in the outside world like at school for the first time there's no more wearing your shoes around the house but because they're still fresh the bottoms are clean i'm allow i'm gonna allow it so yesterday yeah it was yesterday they go out and play and my kids come back and forth for a lot give me the basketball i want the basketball i want my bike give my rollerblades this and that blah, blah 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 so a lot of that's happening that's just par for the course but at the end of the day my son comes home and he's like i can't find my shoe like he we lost he lost the and it's not his new shoe obviously but his old now play shoes he can't find one i'm like how the hell do you lose like one shoe like do you not like take your shoes off at the same time and pair them back together so they're near each other apparently kids were throwing around shoes and whatever so it's like we're flipping out not like totally crazy but just i mean there's a lot of anger and disappointment because like we buy you these things and they just have complete disregard and let one shoe get lost. Like, what the fuck? So, because of that, he's ground. He was grounded until, I mean, it was all day today. He was grounded. But we did allow him to go outside for the sole purpose of finding his shoe and also a basketball he lost. I don't know how long ago. I haven't seen it in a while. One of his friends said he saw it a couple of days ago, but it's like these things that you just, we buy you that they don't like value, I guess. I don't know, man. It means like nothing to them that they can just leave it outside when they come home in the evening. They don't care, whatever. It's just out there. Someone might take it. Who cares? You know, and then it goes missing and then we were like, where is it? And they have no fucking clue. So new rule is nothing is taken outside. I'm sorry. You do have basketballs, but guess what? You can't play with those. You got to play with your friend's ones. Oh, you got a bike. Guess what? Your bike, it stays inside unless like we're all out together, I guess, if we're all on a bike ride. But see, they can't fucking keep bringing toys and shit. 
and like their shoes like that one seems crazy like we ended up fine we found it today he found it but still though like that it shouldn't happen like you shouldn't misplace a shoe like like i wonder like are these fucking dickhead kids that my son is friends with and like are like throwing this shit away or like intentionally stealing his basketball and like hiding it from him like what the fuck is going on how does a basketball like everybody knows whose shit is whose there's only a limited number of kids out there playing and i'm sure everybody knows because my son's like this is my new ball this is my new ball so if somebody has it they know it's his and that means they fucking took it on purpose and that means they're fucking assholes but luckily for him he found his shoe so he's in less trouble but still, it's like the basketball. For a kid who talks about wanting to play basketball, and do you think I could be a famous basketball star one day? Like, with these aspirations and dreams of becoming a pro basketball player, um, like, the level of respect that he has for the equipment and shit he needs is, is uh, lacking, to say the least. Um... Yeah, so that's a parenting, right? That's a fucking thing that's ongoing. I'm probably going to have a lot of stories like this that come up because I'm raising a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. Well, I say I am. We are, my wife and I. Um, we're a team. But sometimes I wonder, like, is this my SEAL Team 6? Like, these are my fucking lose-your-shoe kids. God damn. Got to get that shit together, people. All right. And um, I guess that's pretty much it i did want to give a special shout out not a sponsor just a shout out um to pipeline smoke shop two in beautiful waipahu go check them out um this past thursday we were recording an episode of everyone knows you're high that's just this uh, little podcast i do on the side with the homies not little. It's actually Hawaii's most popular cannabis-themed podcast. But so we're setting up to record. We're getting all our shit ready and discover that nobody has any papers. There were, but they're like the small fucking, what the hell, man? Those are like seventh grader joints. So we're like, all right, whatever. Like, we'll do it. We got a bong. We'll take bong rips. But then there's only like two papers left. Like that's just not going to fly. Like I could make do if we had a ton of those papers and we just, you know, do a little surgery and spackling and put them together and make some fatties. But like I'm not going to. There's two. It's like what the fuck. So it's almost like 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, does fucking Walgreens sell papers? Like we'll just get some zigzags or whatever. Then I remember, oh shit, fucking pipeline down the road. And um, thankfully, they're open to fucking 9 o'clock. Um, but basically, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., holiday hours may apply. But so I'm like, shit, I'm going to run over to fucking uh, Pipeline and just grab some papers and shit. So I book it over there. I hop in. I meet Gabe. I believe he's the owner or maybe the manager, manager slash owner. Cool dude. He, like, recognizes me and is asking me, like, if we're recording I'm like, fuck yeah, we are. I'm, I'm actually trying to save Calais from embarrassment, from not having papers at the shop. And I mean, in reality, none of us came prepared. But I don't usually smoke weed. 
But anyway, so he's like, ah, fuck. So he hooks it up, you know what I mean? And throws in some stickers and like, fuck, dude, I got to like hook this dude up. So I grabs, I had some stickers on me in the car. So I ran back out, hit him up with a couple voices from the planet stickers and made my way back to Oahu Garden Supply, also in beautiful Waipahu. And we fucking banged out another like two hour episode after being gone for like three or four weeks. So that was nice getting back together with the boys in the new year. Um, that episode should also be coming out soon. I don't know when. Just stay tuned. If you haven't yet, go follow Everyone Knows Your High on Instagram and YouTube. And wherever else you find all the fucking podcasts. And if you, you're following that one and... Um, I hope you're following this one too. I mean, I don't know how you'd find this and listen to it till this at till this point if you're not already subscribed. But thank you and appreciate your support. Um, especially to my wonderful sponsors, fucking the Grow Guru, aka Kalei, over at Oahu Garden Supply. Be sure to go check them out in beautiful Waipahu, like I said. And Pakalolo Seed Molokai for all your beanage. I think that's a term, right? That's what the cool growers are saying when they talk about their different seed banks and shit, like your beans, popping beans, I think is a term. Um, and also Retro Hawaii, fucking my boy Jerry. Go check him out for all your vintage hawaii from a forgotten era but um yeah thank you guys again for listening thank you to the wonderful sponsors that is it for this episode number 139 of voices from the planet i will see you all next week love you guys peace